Thanks, everyone, for coming. I was noting Bobby. Bobby, by the way, 1986 Indianapolis 500 winner, one of the great races we have ever seen here, by the way, three-time IndyCar champion. Note here, 20th year of the team. That, uh, that caught me out a little bit. Uh, Bobby, how about that? It caught me out. <laughs> I said, yeah, we've been here about, I don't know, 10 times maybe. Yeah. But uh, pretty exciting, obviously, to thank you, Graham. Help me out there. <laughs> You'd think you'd have it figured out by are, now. Are you, are you, are you going to take that, just laying down, Bobby? I just need I to know. You, kids. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what about that, uh, the ability to sustain? It takes a lot of effort, time, and, and people well, like I mean, Mike I, and David, et cetera. Yeah, I mean, it's. It was shocking. This is the 20th uh, year of my partnership with Dave. Um, uh, and, of course, Mike and I, we've been together now, I don't know, six years or so, I think. And, and of course, Graham's been with Mike for a number of years prior to that. So, uh, But the 20th anniversary here for um, Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan is I, I didn't quite realize it was that, that long. And... Uh, uh, you know, and of course, I, it would be a lot more. There were a few years that we, we weren't here, unfortunately. Um, but, uh, I mean, if you count then how many years I've been coming here as a driver, then I, I hate to tell you how long it's been. So, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing. I mean, it's a thrill to be here. Every year it gets even, and frankly, for me, every year it gets to be even more of a thrill. And uh, so I'm just uh, excited to, to be a part of it once again. Always good to have you. Mike, and you're a... Lanco group of companies have been involved in this sport. Just tell us about the crossover with racing and, and your business interest and how those all seem to, to work together for you. Yeah, we started uh, getting involved with the Indianapolis Motor Speedway in 1992 as a sponsor. And uh, been doing it ever since, uh, not only as a sponsor, but as a team owner. Um, but uh, initially we were like any other sponsor. What's the exposure? You know how many how many eyeballs do, do, do we get uh, for the money that we spend and it really evolved into a, a couple different benefits big benefits for us quite frankly um, I'll give you an example Manitowoc will be the title sponsor for Oriole I mean their goal they manufacture construction cranes that cost anywhere from 300,000 to 10 million dollars each their situation is not only do they want a, the exposure for the TV coverage, but also they want to build relationships with their customers. And what they do and what our, my family company does is we bring people to the track, we give them an experience of being a VIP, we literally take them into a world like being in the dugout of the, of the New York Yankees. We talk to the drivers, we, we, we invite the spouses, and we give them an experience that no one else can give them. And in my world, people buy from people. So when we build relationships, hopefully that works for us, and it does, and doing, continue to do business with our big customers as well as using it for employees. And, and uh, you know, after 25 years of doing this, it really works for us in a, in a very big way. That's a great explanation, Mike. Take a look at Graham now, and we'll be piloting the Steak and Shake, uh, Delara again, Honda Powered. Uh, Graham, as I, as I think about your first days here at the Speedway, and we were so looking forward to having you, uh, given the fact that we enjoyed watching your father race, I know this is a big deal to you to win this race, and I would think 
you've got to take a lot from the fact that you really drove from the back to the front in the Grand Prix. That uh, had to make you feel pretty good. Well, I mean, it's I think it's good, you know, momentum for the team. Uh, the guys have worked extremely hard this year, and as everybody knows, the results haven't necessarily come easy for us. A um, little bit of underperforming and a little bit of bad luck kind of mixed in there, and, and so, yes, it was nice in, in the Grand Prix to charge to the front and, um, you know, I wish we could start out up front because I think we could. I think we could win a lot of races. Obviously, that that one being one, but uh, you know we we're able to, to work our way through, and you know it's really led us into a solid week here. Uh, you know we we've, we've worked hard on on the stake and shake machine, and uh, it's been fast. You know it is fast. I think uh, I'm I'm looking forward to hopefully getting out there today uh, and seeing what this what this Honda can do. I I fully expect us to be. Um, you know, right up there in the no-toes. I think the guys did a tremendous job building our car. Uh, it seems that both the 15 and the 16 have, have nice speed. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was just good for our guys. I think it just cleared their heads a little bit, got them excited. I mean, it's tiring days. You know, they were here late on Saturday, all day on Sunday, uh, late on Monday. You know, I mean, it's it's been it has been brutal on us. So uh, it was nice to get a good result to get them excited about what's to come. And uh, hopefully we can have a good, smooth, fast next couple of days. And, um, you know, qualifying here, as Juan said a minute ago, it's not the most important thing. But with the points that they give out now, it killed us last year. So we need to make sure that we, we've got a pretty good, you know, run uh, over the next couple of days for sure. Oriole, I'm taking a look at you, and I think the, you know just the epitome of a professional race driver. And uh, we've always enjoyed having you at Indianapolis. I think that's true for fans, officials, and, and peers alike, uh, noting it's going to be your 200th uh, IndyCar start, uh, your ninth Indianapolis 500, and fourth uh, with uh, with this team. So I think it probably gives you a great deal of comfort. You can draw upon your experience, but you look around and you see some familiar faces and some new ones as well. I, I have been around, and I'm, I'm, Me too. I'm following Bobby's steps uh, up here. <laughs> um, but apart from that, you're never really comfortable here. I mean, it's nice to see the faces, but it's, it's, it, it's not just that you're driving on the edge, it's that you want this so bad that you're just not comfortable you're until, until May 28 and hopefully crossing the bricks first, you know? So um, I'm just very pleased to be back, uh, very pleased to be back with this team. I think, um, you know, I mean, we're not talking about it, but Bobby got a call to, to add a third car at some point a couple of weeks ago when a, a big name was coming in town. And, and he declined because he, he just wants to make sure he's got two winning horses and he doesn't want to weaken the effort. And I think that says a lot. And everything I've seen in the team, car preparation, the personnel we have, um, the commitment of the three owners, it's it's just to go and and win make make no mistake you know and it just feels good to be in in that environment and that's what makes you a little more comfortable that you know you're not just yourself you have a, a great group with with the same aim and you'll be uh, taking advantage of that manitowoc sponsorship that uh, mike just described yeah i couldn't be happier uh you know i've You've seen me here sometimes with, with blank side pods. Um, I'm, I couldn't be happier to have such a big company behind. I have a, a background in engineering, so I love machines and big machines, and, and these guys have the biggest machines. <laughs> so Great machines. Great machines, and, and we're going to show them that you know we, we, we put great machines on track too. So I hope, uh, I hope we give them a, a great show on Sunday and they can enjoy uh, Winner's Circle. 
got Susie on this side, I'm on this side, so let's go. Uh, this one's for Graham. Um, you, we've talked in the past about the lack of a teammate and speed. Well, now you guys are up on the no-toe list and Orioles here. Is that a coincidence or is that a relation that the teammate have ideas bounced off of? And with points available, would that um, get in the fast line kind of make up for the qualifying results earlier in the year? Well, I mean, first of all, it's been awesome to have Oriole because I think from the first laps that we turned, our feel of the car was identical. And to have, you know, just a, a guy like Oriole confirm that, uh, not that anybody in this team ever doubts each other or doubts me or anything else, but it helps a lot that we can then hammer on down the same path, work on the car, try to achieve the same goals. Um, yes, as a single car, you, that's, that's more difficult for sure. But when we started out, you know, right away, we, we felt the exact same things in the same corners and everything. So it was nice to be able to work on that. Have we completely solved some of those issues? No, but I think we've made a lot of big strides. I, I think the biggest thing is when you look at the no-toe sheets, I mean, the cars are built very well. And, uh, you know, our guys have done a tremendous job, you know, putting these machines together. Uh, the build quality, um, I don't know. You know, when I, when I hear from the tech officials that they say we've got the nicest cars out there, you know, that means a lot. And our guys take a lot of pride in that. And I think that you see that on, on the speed. So, you know, we haven't even really on our car at least trimmed out that much yet so I'm pretty pleased with what I with what I see but um, you know Oriole's a great addition and and I think dad will tell you that uh, I I have continuously pushed you know to try to get him here with us uh, we don't just need you know anybody here driving a second car it's, you know it's it's extremely beneficial to have a guy like Oriole with the experience and I've always our feel has always been the same honestly for on any sort of circuit uh, what I've needed out of the car he has too so and as far as qualifying and points, last year in May, we lost 89 points to Rossi. 89. That's two full races. You know, we still beat him in points. But, my, but the thing is that that is very hard to overcome. And if we, could, if we can be more competitive this year, we let ourselves down a bad path last year. I think we're obviously a lot better off already this year. Um, but we definitely want to to start further forward from a points perspective. My worst ever started here is 29th, and it was my best ever finish. So as far as that's concerned, I'm not that worried. But, you know, it, it'd make our lives a lot easier. If I may add something. I mean, Graham is always the most gracious uh, with words towards me. <laughs> I am a good teammate, but because he is a good teammate. You cannot be a good teammate to a not good teammate. You know, we, we both, I mean, you guys know he's a very mature guy. He's been a mature guy for a long time. And as a driver, he's been mature for a long time. So when we were teammates for the first time in 09, uh, we, we just saw that, you know, we, we both understand that in order to be up front, you need to work well with your teammate or you're not going to beat other teams. And honestly, that's many of the teams out there that are multi-cars, I can tell you they, they play in front of you that they are good teammates, they're not. Um, and that's, I think, uh, a bullet we have against those bigger teams uh, that we truly work well together more than um, other teams, I know, I know for a fact. So we do have a shot. Uh, question for Oreo. Uh, it was said earlier that you have uh, 200 starts, experienced IndyCar driver. Nevertheless, this championship is very competitive. 
Before you came here, what, what kind of races you have done to stay sharp and focused and concentrated? Do you know I racing? <laughs> <laughs> he drives in LA traffic every day. Yeah. <laughs> Not much, honestly. And it's always a question mark, you know, when you haven't been in the car for a while, um, how is it going to feel? But it always feels like yesterday so far. You know, I'm sure there's going to be one year that I'll feel rusty. Even, even Bobby came in the cockpit after the first lap and uh, made a joke about it. But I, I, I feel great. I feel like I was racing last year. Also, this place is special that way. You know, you have so many laps to get used to the, to the car and truck. Um, but I don't know. I felt good right away. Bobby, uh, you're, you're kind of unique in racing in that you drove in a race. You're an owner, car owner and a father. How how do you how was each of those in your you know how nervous were you in each of those and, and how do you overcome it? Well, I'm far more nervous watching uh, you know having my son in the seat of my of our racing car. Um, you know when you're driving, uh, I mean sure you get butterflies and you know because you're going out to compete and and but once everything gets going you don't all you think about is going as fast as you can go and you know as an owner it's with buddy uh no you know just not that i didn't care about buddy but it's just different you know uh, compared to say graham um you know i'm just pleased that uh you know how do i get away how do i i'm, I'm getting a little better at it i guess uh, being able to uh to deal with it all. It was funny, not too long ago, I was with Al Sr. And he said, how do you do it? And I said, how do I do what? And he said, how do you, how can you do watching your kid out there? And I'm going, well, how you raced against your kid, you know, and then watched him. And he goes, oh, it drove me nuts. Now I thought Al Sr. had wise water in his veins, you know, so that nothing bothered Al. So for him to say that, I, I actually I felt probably kind of good about it because I didn't feel like a, that my feelings were so, um, so odd, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's a thrill uh, to see Graham do his thing, to see like races like he had last weekend, or, and he's had many of those, you know, mid-Ohio. I mean, I have a great deal of pride, but I have a great deal of pride of this team, and we're really happy to have Oreo back with us um, because I think he does contribute greatly. Uh, and I think that's, uh, uh, you know, I was just listening to Roger, or somebody said, oh, we all want to be fighting for the lead in the last lap, and that's our intent as well. Um, you know, I think we can win this race and we've got two guys that can do it. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's made the best man win. Um, but, uh, uh, but first and foremost is let's get there. Let's get to that stage. And, uh, uh, you know, two, was it two years ago when Graham was fifth, first Honda Oriole was our teammate in that race. And, uh, unfortunately he got caught out by Carpenter, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it Carpenter? Can you say that? Is that okay? <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, and, and crashed as a result, and that was unfortunate because I think both cars were really good, and we expect the same kind of performances this, this uh, next week. I've got one for Mr. Lanigan and one for Oriole. Mike, when you first came here, it was to help boost your businesses that you have up there in the south suburbs of Chicago. You, you have a sweet, long-time uh, sponsor of this race. How much, how valuable has this race been to your vast core of businesses? Well, it, uh, actually, I came down here in 73 and I've and never missed a race since, so as a fan. Um, it, it's, we, we uh, 
put our whole marketing budget and emphasis on the whole year with with uh, open wheel racing. And uh, I said earlier, I mean, um, we we have it's evolved into building better relationships better relationships evolved into um, because of the capital equipment we sell. Um, but quite frankly, the, the biggest thing that I really get a charge out of is I got my customers rooting for my car on Sundays. Now, how many people can say that their clients are thinking about you on Sundays? That's <laughs> something you can't put a number to. I mean, you really think about it. It's, it's unbelievable. And for us, it works tremendously. And yes, 85% of the 20 companies that we have um, evolves around this racing. And how many people do you have in your suite for the month? Um, we, uh, well, the days are shorter now. I mean, the shorter, shorter days. We probably have uh, seven or 800 in the month of May. Um, uh, back when it was a whole month of May, we'd have 2,000 people. And, and, I, and like I said earlier, bring your wives, bring your kids. You know, um, it, it's a family affair. Yes, there's business alternative. There's business uh, that we want to do with these customers. But again, when people buy from people with all the new technology that we have out here today, with Amazon and everything else, thank God I don't sell cigarettes or clothing. You know, but people buy from people, and we build relationships, and, and <clears throat> we we thank our current customers, and we we. Uh, try to create new customers and we treat good cust old customers like like new customers and in our world it works oriel uh you're well familiar with fernando alonso you're friends with him <laughs> how much time he's the only guy racing here isn't he yeah. how, much, <laughs> how much time you, earlier in the week you said you were going to spend a little bit of time with him how much have you been able to do and what stood out to you um not much to be honest uh zero I thought he was going to be nicer. Then I realized, I made no mistake, he's here to try to win like everyone else. So um, he has a, a big group of people around him. Uh, you know, he's got Jill, he's got Michael, uh, he's got his little uh, Formula One entourage around him. So, you know, um, I, I think he's fine. Um, but you got me, Oriel. Oh, I, I've, <laughs> I have plenty of love around me. <laughs> I got Mr. Lennigan. I got Bobby and I got uh, Mr. Letterman, who always says I'm his son on race day. So <laughs> I got I got plenty going on on, on my side. And have you had the Graham Ray on shake? No, uh, I haven't had haven't? the shake yet. Um, I'm I'm saving it for for it's, race day. It's uh, happened, man. Can we can we have that milk? Can we circle? I think that so. milkshake. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I'm Bob Kravitz with WTHR here in Indianapolis for both drivers. What, what's the difference for you between going into turn one on a day like, say, today, is something we can, we can uh, practice, versus race day? What's, what are the different sensations? Does the wall come up that much faster? Just describe it to someone who hasn't done it. First of all, I would love to convince myself that it makes no difference having 300,000 people watching you do that. <laughs> but it does. <laughs> so on, on race day, it's just shocking. It doesn't matter how many times. I'm sure Bobby, like, it's been here the, the longest. Uh, well, you have to. Um, on race day, it just shocks you how many people, and that affects affects you. But in terms of um, of driving the car, uh, there's really nothing like qualifying, just because not only you get there a lot faster, but 
you know that turn one, especially the first time you go by in qualifying, is you have the car set up to be the most edgy and difficult of the month because that's how you're going to get the maximum speed. And you have the confidence is going to stick, but it's just confidence. You still don't know if it will, and sometimes it doesn't. So all that plays into, into what's going on, and that's what makes both days so exciting. You know, qualifying, I think, is... Uh, you know the second most exciting day of my of my year uh, after the race day it really is and and you know with with that goes uh, Honda you know we, we we've had like we were talking about two years ago like you know Graham finished fifth and I had a great car that year you know we we were maybe not as comfortable or confident with with the horsepower we had and and I think last year we showed in this year too that we, we're going to be even faster going into turn one thanks to that. Yeah, I mean, y yesterday Tim May asked me if it was like, if, if uh, today was like Christmas because you get to go fast. And I said, it's nothing like Christmas because it, it is the most nerve wracking day of your life. It's not something that, you know, you necessarily, uh, those four laps of the, uh, as a driver, probably the most challenging things you'll do all year, but not necessarily the four laps you look forward to the most. So, um, they uh, will definitely be, be hanging it out quite a bit. As Oriol said, Honda's done a tremendous job, and I really believe that they're going to make, uh, you know, that that's going to make our lives a little bit easier this year. Um, you know, we're not going to have to take extreme measures that we did a few years ago, uh, you know, to try to find speed, which I'm, I'm looking forward to. But, yeah, I mean, the, the four laps is turn one. It's intimidating no matter what. Um, but qualifying is is just intense uh that's the best way to put it and then of course you come back for carb day you come back for race day and it's going to be full i mean it feels like you're driving down a tunnel when you go into one and and um you know when you go in i mean heck i started i think 11th my rookie year or something i was pumping the brake pedal going into one just so the the draft pulls you along so so aggressively compared to you know anything that you've ever seen or witnessed or experienced before so you know all of that is kind of part of it um but i don't know for me qualifying is always the most intense thing that uh, that you can do around here we've got two questions queued up on that slide and that'll be it for, for this group this is for bobby and graham it seems like the only thing that race fans enjoy more than tradition is family and we're talking about family here today with you guys uh, when you win, you reflect on special moments and special members of the family. Graham, for you and your dad, you're coming down on the final lap and you're going to win the Indianapolis 500. I've got to believe at some point, for you in the car and your dad on pit road, you're going to reflect on your grandfather uh, and what he meant. Share with us, since we won't be able to talk to you at that point, share with us what we can tell the millions watching on ABC that you're thinking about, and Bobby as well, in the pits, about your dad. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, my grandpa will, will come to mind. Uh, but this is, I, I, I got to say, you know, that a big part and a big, a big reason, you know, for my love of racing uh, is the family aspect to it. And I think Dad has said all along, and I think that's the way that we approach our team, it's a family atmosphere. It is a family group. This is a small, tight-knit. And I've driven for other teams that aren't that way. So it, it's always been, you know, great uh, to be here, to be a part of it. But, you know, I grew up coming to the racetrack. I grew up coming here, going to Mid-Ohio, going to Cleveland, Elkhart Lake, 
you know, all these places with my siblings, with my grandparents, with my mom, my dad, uh, my uncle, uh, everybody, you know, um, it's, I, I think, and trust me, I've thought about it, and you, you try to, to not, you know, you, I want to actually live it versus just dream it, but, you know, for us, and, and I've always, Dad and I have talked about this many times, you know, to win Indy would be special, but to win Indy together uh, would, would mean more than you could really put into words. As you guys know, there's only been one other father-son to ever do this. And uh, it's, it's uh, a guy who, uh, a family, and, and Al Jr., one of my dad's you know, greatest friends in racing. And uh, as I told Al the other day, I hope that we're the second. And I'm excited for that challenge. And you know, trust me, my grandfather, he, you know, he started our passion, our love for racing, but my grandmother equally. You know, when, when we used to go to, to their house and uh, they had every single race on on uh, on tape and that was like our tradition we go to our grandparents house we put in a race tape we'd watch dad wherever typically only if he did well I didn't want to see the ones he didn't uh, but that was those were experiences as a little kid that I will never ever 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 forget and but my grandmother she could always tell you I mean it was unbelievable she'd tell you 1971 Sebring Porsche 906, we ran this lap time or this or that, and it was like, I can't remember what lap time I did last week, and she can remember, she could remember everything, you know, and so it really is, it is family, and the Lanigans have become family, you know, for me, I've driven for Mike for, since 2006 in Formula Atlantic, so this is, it, it would mean the world to us, uh, far more than if I could uh, win it for, for anybody else, if we could all win it together, it would mean, uh, it would mean a heck of a lot. Well, for me, I think, uh, you know, when you, when you brought that up, Jerry, I kind of sent, I got chills over that, just the idea, right? Because I'm not sure quite how I'd, how I'd react. I mean, you'd be happy, obviously, but, uh, you know, it would be a, it would be a shame because I would love to, in the sense, I'd love to have my father to have seen that, in, you know, uh, and, and we've been close at times, of course, winning Mid-Ohio and the other races that Graham's won, you know, my dad was very proud of that. Um, yeah, it would, but, but again, it's just a testament to, to him and to, you know, without him, none of this would have happened. Never would have gotten it. I'm sure we never would have gotten introduced the whole idea of motorsports and, and racing. And, and so uh, it's, been, it's been a thrill uh, even to this point, the, the good times and the bad times. And, um, you know, we'll, um, we'll uh, uh, he'll, he, he's here in spirit and what have you and my mother. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll make sure we do a good job for him. And, uh, but you know, the one thing I wonder, I always wonder is when I won in 86, I was building a house in, in Columbus and my dad couldn't make it here. He'd had back surgery and I called him up and I said, you know, can you believe it? You know, we won the Indy 500 and he goes, well, now you can pay for that damn house. <laughs> and, you know, not congrats, not, you know. <laughs> Sounds familiar. <laughs> so I, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't say the same to Graham. I think he'd probably say congrats. So uh, anyway. Um, yeah, you know, uh, let, let's let's hope we have to live that experience. This, this, I mean, we're working hard to do this. You know, we have a very good team. I think uh, we've shown that the last several years. We have great engineering. Um, you know, we've yeah, maybe we haven't had some of the results this year, but we you know we qualified sixth at Long Beach, running fourth and fifth at the end, and get a flat tire. I mean, what are you going to do? You know, that's that's uh, the roll of the dice sometimes. But uh, we have a good team and. Uh, 
and uh, we got two good racers and I think that uh, we've got a good chance at uh, figuring uh, just to win in the, in the winning of this race. Final question. Uh, I'm going to embrace my uh, inner Wolfgang and ask two questions actually. Um, <laughs> one, one of them, uh, have, has the fact that the aero kit was frozen uh, since last year, has that simplified your program uh, this month? And uh, second question is, uh, as much as we talk about Honda versus Chevy as far as power is concerned, um, you know, we've seen j as recently as last year that uh, fuel economy uh, is a big deal as well. Uh, have you done any running to uh, race running to simulate uh, and find out uh, what you can about fuel economy? Well, from the fuel economy standpoint, I mean, I've never really had with, with the Honda. I personally, I haven't had the issues getting the economy. I mean, even on the road course last weekend, I went. I didn't even need to pit when I did. I think I could have gone a handful of laps further than everybody else. So I, I find it, you know, depending on how you drive it and everything else, I, th I think obviously on the oval you're flat out a lot, but in the, in the tow too you can do a lot of lifting and stuff. So I'm not so worried about fuel economy uh, right now. Um, I, you know, the guys would have all those numbers and stuff, but it has not been a, a topic that we have discussed to this point. As far as the arrow, um, I would say what simplified the program is that the engine is – is, is a bull. I mean, the thing is fast, right? So that helps us a lot. The arrow hasn't necessarily gotten simpler. In fact, you know, uh, the, I feel like still every single day we kind of get new data, new reads. I mean, Oriole's running through one program with Air, with Qual Sims, and then we're running through a different uh, program to try to learn still. I mean, I don't think that by any means, you know, that we have this thing pegged. You know, we're trying to to, to learn as much as we can. We were fortunate to get a little bit of time in a tunnel uh, not that long ago, um, you know, which, which confirmed that what we did all last year was completely wrong here. But it also brings us a lot of other questions as to what, you know, where we go and what we do. So it's nice that it's frozen, but for, for a team like us, uh, there is, you know, we don't have the resources that, that some, so there is, Still a lot of learning and, and guessing to be done, but hopefully it'll work out for us. Thank you very much for coming in, gentlemen. Thanks.